right, welcome everybody. You can go ahead and take your seats. Welcome to our Central Park service here oh, yeah. in Manhattan. I hope you are excited to be here, excited to eat afterwards. Uh, you know, it's funny preaching after that song because you never know when you're supposed to come up. That's I kept right. getting like walking and then nope, walking back. Uh, but it's great to be up here, be able to speak to you all today. Can you hear me in the back? Yeah? Okay, good. I'm, so I'm going to keep the volume, the energy high today, and I'm going to go short and sweet so right. we can get to our potlucks Come and on. have a blast together. But if you want, you can go ahead and turn your Bibles over to Galatians um, and turn them over to Galatians chapter 5. And we're going to be camping out there a little bit. But you know, in a couple of days, in two days, we're going to be celebrating Independence Day. Uh, so the Declaration... Declaration of Independence that was signed 241 years ago today, actually. Um, and then the last couple signatures were added two days later, and that's when we get the holiday. Um, but this, this document signed by all these uh, founding fathers, this was a statement of, well, a declaration of our independence from British rule. Now, it's one thing to declare your freedom and another thing to really have freedom. And we see that as they declared their freedom, yes, but it didn't come without a fight. For several years later, the U.S. was fighting with Britain to earn their freedom that they've declared. But for the disciple of Jesus, the cool thing is freedom is a gift from God. It's something freely given. It's something that he wants us to have, not something that he's, he's lording over rule. No, he wants us to be free. Yeah. We don't have to declare our freedom. Jesus already declared it on the cross when he died and when he rose from the dead. But all we really need to do is to maintain our freedom. And that's what I wanna talk a little bit about today is maintaining this freedom. And so I'm calling this freedom in the spirit. Okay, so let's get into Galatians chapter 5 here. Come on, Daniel. In verse 13, we're going to jump around a little bit. We'll jump through. But in verse 13 of Galatians 5, it says, You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free. But do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly and love. For the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command, love your neighbor as yourself. And so right here, just quickly, we see that we were called to be free. God is all about spiritual freedom. And Jesus died so that we could be free. And he spoke about freedom and the freedom he wants to give us very often. But Paul follows this statement saying that we shouldn't use our freedom just as a grounds to live however we want under the covering of grace. Right, being able to kind of do whatever we want in our freedom. Rather, we should be using our spiritual freedom to be others focused, to be taking this freedom off of ourselves and be free with others, giving it to others, loving our neighbors as ourselves. So with that setting the stage there, let's keep reading in verse 16. It says, so I say, walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit and the spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other so that you are not to do whatever you want. 
And so here we're digging a little bit more into this concept of freedom. Now, we hear about freedom a lot in the Bible, and we also hear about the other side, and that's closely related to the flesh and talking about how these fleshly desires, this isn't what real freedom is. Now, oftentimes, in our, in our lives, we find ourselves giving in to desires that we know we shouldn't, but we just can't seem to help ourselves from falling into them. Okay. You know what I mean? Falling into these different things. It's like that scripture where Paul's talking about, he's like, the good I know I should do, I'm not doing it. But then there's all this bad stuff that I just can't seem to stop doing. And it's this paradox. And this is, Paul is speaking to this, this contradiction a little bit. He's saying that spiritual freedom, it is real. It is possible. You, you can feel free living spiritually. The issue is that there are two contrary forces fighting for this freedom. And they desire completely different things. Only one of them is gonna give us true freedom. And Paul here, he gives us some advice. He says, if you really want to be free, be others focused and walk by the spirit. Now the reality is spiritual freedom, it's not found in the testing or fulfilling of our fleshly desires, but in walking by the spirit. <clears throat> Does that make sense? It's not in seeing how close we can get to the line in our relationships with God and sin and, and figuring that kind of stuff out. That's not what freedom looks like. He's saying that it's just walking by the Spirit. And I'll, we'll talk more about that. But you see, inside of us, there's this constant spiritual battle between these two forces that are completely contrary to one another. And as this scripture is speaking to, one gives freedom and the other gives the illusion of freedom. And you have the sinful nature, the flesh, and then you have God's nature, which is the spirit. So the flesh and the spirit, these two very opposing things inside of us, like two dogs being pit against each other in a fight, right? When the battle comes, I'm sure we've all heard this, when the battle comes between two dogs, which one's gonna win? The one you feed. When you put two dogs pitted up against each other, which one's gonna win that fight? The one that you've been feeding. Are we feeding what the spirit desires more than what our flesh desires? Have we been other focused, others focused? Have we been walking by the spirit? Have we been walking by the beat of the spirit, keeping in step with that, paying attention to what God's trying to do in our lives and the things he's trying to teach us, the people he wants us to interact with, the people he wants us to love, the things he wants us to grow in? Or are we distracted by whatever these the fleshly desires are in our life that are swaying us back and forth, the wanting, the distracting. You know, speaking of dogs, uh, my wife and I, we just got a puppy um, two weeks ago. You want to try and hold up Ray? She's a little baby golden retriever. She's your new sister in Christ. <laughs> <laughs> you know, speaking of dogs, she's a cutie. She, we, we love her, but she's she's funny. You know, we're trying to train her and all these and all these different things. And you know, she I don't know what it is. When we went to visit to go pick her up, she started. We kept finding her in these little nooks. When we would go to say hi, she would climb under stairs and all this and kind of, I don't know if she's trying to play hide and seek or whatever, but she loves little nooks. I'm always posting pictures about it. But behind our couch, 
you know, we have a very small apartment, just like all of us, and I, we have our couch, and it's kind of almost touching this wall and almost touching this wall in, in our apartment. And so there's this little squeeze here and a little squeeze here. It's an L couch, and so if some of you are trying to picture that. Um, but there's this little nook that she can barely just squeeze through to get to behind the couch. Now for her, this is like the nooks of all nooks. You know what I mean? It's this tight little spot that she can get into. So she fights so hard to get into it. She's, you can hear her kind of whining as she's like army crawling through, trying to make it through. And she gets there and she's having a blast in this little nook. But then next thing you know, she can't get out because she can't turn around. And then that's when the whimpering comes and she's kind of just like, save me, pick me up out of this. And so I pick her up out and I'm like, I hope you learned your lesson, right? And then what she do? Right back in, army crawling through, trying to get to this perfect nook. Maybe this time, you know, I'll be able to get out. This will be my new hiding spot. But no, gets in there. This is a recurring thing now. I keep trying to block it off with chairs and whatnot. She keeps finding a way in. But she has this desire. She can walk anywhere in the apartment, all right? We have given her free domain, enjoy. But the one place she wants to get into is the one place she can't get out of every time. Mm. You know, what she thinks is freedom is clearly not. And I think God so often looks down on us like this too. You know, we have this battle going on inside of us between these two contrary voices and or forces and God's, and God's urging us with the spirit to come experience freedom, walk this way, follow these steps. But too often we choose the path that looks like freedom. It looks like freedom. This is what we want, but it just ends up getting us stuck spiritually. And then he has grace and he pulls us out and he rescues us again. And then what do we do? We keep going back to it. This illusion of freedom. So often we're choosing our steps instead of God's. Mm, you know, in verses 24 and 25, it says, those who belong to Christ Jesus have, cru have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. And this is my challenge to all of us this morning. As we approach Independence Day, let's take hold of our spiritual freedom by keeping in step with the Spirit rather than letting ourselves be swayed by our fleshly desires and passions. Mm, okay. As we're remembering Independence Day and this great holiday that was this declaration of freedom, we're going for it. Let's not us uh, throw ours away spiritually. Let's focus on how we can take hold of our freedom spiritually by loving others and keeping in step with this. So I ask you again, which dog's gonna win? The one you feed, right? The one you feed. There's the dog right now, he's looking for some food. You know, and I really wanna challenge us all to take some time this Independence Day or leading up to it. Take some time this week to feed yourself the fruits of the Spirit. Amen. You like that little tie-in we're talking about food? The fruits of the Spirit here. Come on. Verses 22 and 23. Love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Do some self-examination on how you're doing maintaining your spiritual freedom as we approach Independence Day. Amen. How are you currently doing in these areas? Are you growing in them? Are you bearing fruit in them? And let's take hold of our spiritual freedom this week as we celebrate 
Independence Day. Amen? Amen. So as we're, you know, getting ready to take the communion, I just want us to reflect on, on, on just this thought as we approach the holiday. Jesus' declaration of independence for us was the cross. Yeah. And he created a new nation that would be free from the bondage of sin, becoming a beacon of hope to those who are looking for spiritual freedom. Amen? Amen. So let's reflect on Jesus here as we take our communion. Well, I'm going to pray in a second. If you didn't get one, please raise your hand, a little communion cup. Please raise your hand. They'll come around and they'll give you one. As those are being passed, I'll pray for the communion. Dear God, thank you so much for this opportunity to be here this morning in nature among your creation in this little pocket of paradise that you've, that you've blessed us with in, in the concrete jungle. And uh, we're so grateful for... Uh, Independence Day in general, but as we're focusing on Jesus, just his act uh, that he did for us on the cross. You know, he declared our independence, God, not with uh, ink and paper, but with blood and wood. Uh, and declaring that we can live free lives, God, free, away from all the things that have entrapped us, have enslaved us spiritually. Please help us to reflect on that incredible sacrifice. We love you so much. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen.